Welcome to Surf for the Muscle Folks, where we are anything but straight. My name is Space. And I'm Paradox. And we welcome you to part two. Part two. <laughs> of the last episode, <laughs> which took us much longer than I anticipated. I'm going to go ahead and just assume that it's probably not going to be about the same amount of time. Maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We always go on side tangents. It's unknown how much we'll side tangent. I know how many times they'll side tangent. A lot of things happen. I have a story to tell, but we'll tell that in a second. Ooh. Ooh, I know. Stories. Story, story time. time is the best. We story are continuing on with space. our... <laughs> I'm your daddy now. We're going to continue on with the count. So I think I'm at six or seven swear words, and Paradox is at five. <laughs> so I think. I don't we'll know. Just, we'll just go from there. If you were keeping count last episode, Space currently has seven swear words, and Paradox currently has five swear words. But we both know that they're probably going to go up from here. And then we have four more emails to read. Well, technically three, but I'll explain that in a second. Do you want to read them now or do you want to read them afterward? I want to read them now and just get them over with. Sounds good. One of them is effing long. Yes. Not that that, that, it's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. (laughs) If you guys ever send us an email and it's like miles long, that's not a bad thing. It's just... I may not read the whole thing or it at all, just to give you acknowledgement that you sent an email. Before we get to that, yesterday, I'm walking out of work. So I'm walking out of the hospital and they have a big parking garage and you can take the elevator to go up to the different levels. And so I get on the elevator and there's a couple there. And all of a sudden I hear this boop. And then this person starts talking and I'm like, oh, did you accidentally hit the call button? And she's like, no, I didn't hit the button. The door's open. And she walks out. And I'm like bending over at this point, you know. And it looks weird because it looks like I'm talking to an elevator, which I kind of am. And this person's like, yes, hi. I'm calling from the so-and-so clinic looking for Carlos. And I'm like, "Um, you're calling an elevator. Okay, well, can you just let Carlos know to call us back? And I'm like, no, no, no. You're Uh literally calling an elevator like i'm in the garage elevator the doors are closing and i'm literally going up to the next floor and you're calling an elevator the caller just did not understand she just kept going okay well if you could just let carlos know about his appointment blah 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 and i'm like oh my again God. and so I've, i'm at the top of the elevator and all the doors are open i'm like hey well i'm leaving and you're just gonna talk to nobody in the elevator bye and like the doors just close <laughs> and i'm like what the hell was that? I didn't know you could call into an elevator. I've had, so as somebody that's used, I can't talk today. This is going to be great. As somebody that used to work in a place where there was an elevator, so I used to work at a hotel, that's happened before and it's really fucking weird. And I guess the only way that that particular (laughs) thing can happen is I guess the operators are the only ones that could transfer calls. Like, I mean, most people call into the operator and then they'll transfer to wherever else the patients need to go to and if the patient gets to the wrong area we can transfer them back to the operator but we're not mm-hmm. supposed to like road transfer them i don't know what prompted the operator to transfer them to an elevator but i can say that the operators at just hospitals in general suck ass like they never listen to you at least the ones like uh, for the system that like intermountain operators you call mm-hmm. in and be like yeah i have a question about labs and they like cut you off and transfer you to a lab and it's like but it's more than just that and so you end up getting transferred to the wrong area and then you call Aww. back you get a brand new operator and then they're just as short with you and it's like Ugh, listen to what i'm saying 
It's so annoying. And they all end up always getting transferred to medical records. I don't know what it is. The medical records is the butt end of everything in that hospital. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be really frustrating. It is. I've had like four different calls that come into my phone today. And I have like a little sticky note over the screen of my phone because I don't use it. I don't answer Mm -hmm. calls coming in. But the way that the light, like the desk light hits the screen, it glares into my eye and it bugs me. So I put a little sticky note over it. But calls kept coming in and I kept going, you know, document processing. This is John. Oh, this isn't Dr. So-and-so. I'm like, nope, sorry. Click. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not putting you back into the operator. Oh my god! I'm, I'm so mean. That's <laughs> good <funny>. luck. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I had an instance like that, but I can't remember exactly what was said. I don't remember. My brain is terrible. Yeah, my brain is kind of terrible too. It gets there. But while we're already with terrible thoughts, let's go ahead and get started with emails. Um, (laughs) the first one, (laughs) we're actually not sure if we read this one in the last episode or not. So we'll just go ahead and read it again. This comes from Sparrow the Wolf Horse. And they said, hi, I'm a transgender male to female. And I listen to your podcast and I've been listening for a while now. And my furry is a wolf horse, which is a wolf's body and a horse tail. And then that's it. And they sent us a picture of them. So nice. Thanks for sending us your picture. And again, I'm sorry if this is a repeat. <laughs> Listen, a lot happened last episode. So yeah, a <laughs> lot happened. No, yeah, for real. Okay, I'm gonna try not to yawn because I got the next one. Oh my gosh. Sorry. And everyone else, slept. everyone listening, is gonna be like, oh. I know. <laughs> like oh my god i even slept like pretty good today and then, same like, i slept wow. really good i don't know i did have some weird dreams though like i had a dream about it was a five nights at freddy's dream so like huh. i had a dream that i was in like the mega pizza plex in the new one security breach and <laughs> i was being chased by the animatronics so it was great i mean i've had some genuine like <laughs> science fiction like sci-fi dreams that are really like intriguing mm-hmm. and i'm not upset by them normally i get these really weird dreams i'm just like it throws me off for the day but these last ones i'm just like i kind of want to like fall back asleep and fall back into that dream because it was so like mind captivating but yeah i get it yeah <laughs> have you ever had a dream where it's like when you wake up you question reality just a little bit yes <laughs> Okay. I've had that. Oh my god. My the only mine like when that happens to me, it's usually when I unfortunately go into like sleep paralysis and it's like a really weird in between oh, of like I'm awake but dreaming and I hate it because then like I wake up and I'm like I don't know what's real am I still dreaming? And so it's so messed up. It really freaked me out one time. Sleep paralysis is crazy because if you go into it deep enough, you can actually start to lucid dream. Mm -hmm. And that's where you pretty much are present in the room and you can see everything around you, but you can't do anything about it. And Mm -hmm. so I've had ones where that was the case, but then like objects started coming alive and they started like attacking me and there was nothing I could do about it. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) The weird thing was though, and I question sleep paralysis because I wonder if it's really like scientific or I wonder if it's paranormal or if it's a little bit of both because- One time in my dream, I was rolled over and something punched me in the back. When I woke up and I was finally able to free myself from sleep paralysis, 
This is the beginning days when I was dating Felix. So I was still living at home. I got up and I was able to like, my jaw was like locked too, which was, I hate Ooh, because I'm always, scary. A, I'm always afraid I'm going to like break my jaw. So I wake up, I was able to unlock my jaw and I go into the bathroom and I look in the mirror and I've got a punch mark in the back of my back, but it's impossible for me to punch myself in the back. It's just like the way that it was positioned, it just didn't seem right. So I wasn't like, I don't know. And that was kind of a hazy moment because I don't know That's if that weird. moment actually happened if i was just so like i came out of the dream and i was just staring in the mirror and maybe i thought it happened i don't know but it was kind of weird oh it's weird yeah i gotta love that or night terrors oh god night terrors. oh my god no i get those and like (laughs) so my wife did not know that like the whole like the scene in movies and like tv shows and like whatever of like characters when they're sleeping and they have a nightmare they like jolt up and they sit straight up and they're like panting and sweating to death that's what i've done oh she didn't know that was a thing she thought that was just like a for emphasis no i've done that so many times and like i actually unfortunately had it happen to me a couple nights ago i literally woke up and like sat straight up out of bed and like was sweating my heart was pounding and i was like panting i was like oh my god and she like rolled over she's like you okay you all right i'm like i'm fine i just had a stupid dream and then i got snuggled which was great but like still i know (laughs) like they're awful because like they hurt my chest and it's just terrible yeah okay so last week i was having really bad asthma attacks and so when you have asthma attacks like your rescue inhaler will help you kind of breathe better but it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily like in my case i have really bad severe asthma to the point where if i sneeze it screws up my lungs and i gotta go through the whole process of rescue inhaler then steroid inhaler and it takes a couple of minutes to get like everything brought back down to normal but i sleep so i sleep out in the the living room on the couch because i have such a weird sleep schedule Mm -hmm. unlike felix who can just fall asleep like on the whim i just can't do that i gotta take i can't do that either i've got like a whole prescription set of pills that i take at specific times at night so usually the first one is at 8 30 the next wave is at nine and then if i fall asleep great if i don't oh well and because of that reason I sleep on the couch because I don't want to wake up Felix because it's hard enough for him to sleep. Mm -hmm. So last week, I don't know what I was dreaming about, but it was enough to freak me out. My asthma decided to flip out on me and I had an attack. So I woke up all of a sudden, just like, like you said, drenched in sweat, sitting up. And I was just like, (gasps) like I wasn't able to like Mm -hmm. catch my breath. And I was panicking like really bad. And I was, I was like, you know, like, like where's my inhaler and i'm like freaking out and i get up and i kind of pass out a little bit but i was able to get my inhaler and like breathe and i don't think i fell back asleep after that because i was just terrified it's creepy it's it's scary sometimes (laughs) no i get it yeah it's 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 rough and i hate those kind of dreams but i also i also wonder like (laughs) it's like let's say like there's a spirit you know like walking around your house and all of a sudden you just like wake up all of a sudden i wonder if they get scared (laughs) Oh, that would be like, so funny. Right? And then they just like float away. <laughs> just all of a sudden you wake up and they're like, oh shit, run. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Like, dang it. <laughs> oh, come back tomorrow. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. That was Paradox's first swear word of the episode. Anyways. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is the next one, one me or is the next one no, i mean technically you did the picture one but if you okay. wanted to do this one that's fine i don't care no i'll let you do it because i get the big one. <gasps> oh, okay 
Oh. I thought I was going to do the big one. Oh, okay. okay. I can. I'll do. Oh, this I don't one. care. You do the big one. I do. Do you want to do the big one? I don't care. Okay. Um. I'll do this one. You get to do okay. the big one. Oh, okay. Exciting for you. Yeah, that last thirty seconds out of context might not be the best thing to play on repeat. This next one comes from Claw the Skull Dog. Hi, I'm a new listener to the podcast. I just would like to say hi, and that I would love to be able to keep up with you. Why? Why would you love to be able to keep up with us? Did I read that weird? That I was a, no, you didn't. No. I okay, maybe it's me. I'm 18 from Indiana. Have a full time job in carpentry. So did Jesus. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, I, I'm sorry, that was so quick. You like, so did Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I read the oh email before, but I didn't think of that until now. <laughs> I have my moments. Um, I'd love to be interviewed by you. I already feel like I have a place here, even though I've only been here for a few days. I'm excited to hear if this gets read it, read it, read, read in a spaced out episode <laughs> with excitement. Claw the skull dog. Carpentry is interesting. I want to do like a mini series where we interview a variety of people, not necessarily those who are like poppy furs or celebrity furs, more or less just like everyday people and like what their jobs are and just kind of get an idea of what they do and just go from there. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Now, did you paraphrase this or no? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. No, I did not. Okay. I will try my best. (laughs) It's. I mean, there is quite a lot in there. There is quite a lot. I will try. I believe their name is Erebus. Erebus? It says at the very end, it says Erebus, but not really. I guess I can be Erebus for now. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so. I mean, Erebus is a cool name. It is. Not many people have like, you know, when usually when people are like, oh my God, you know, what's your fursona's name? Usually it's like, my name is Sparky or something. I don't know. I'm a toxic dog. <laughs> Look at my bright neon colors. (laughs) I'm brand new. I'm new to the fandom and like, oh my God, my character is totally a fox. And look, he's blue. Like, I mean, even Sparky because, you know, I just have such energy. I mean, if that's your character, right? Like, don't be offended. We're just making fun of it because that's just typically how it is listen there's a meme out there where it's oh my god it's a person that's like looking at a person that is in a fursuit and this this normal person is just like you know furries are cringe right and the furry just goes yeah we know yeah (laughs) i love it (laughs) just yeah we know like listen we all know that we're cringe and it's okay (laughs) like like okay I, in conversations that I've overheard and I've kind of interjected when people are like, but aren't furries like those people that have sex? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to deny that they don't have sex. I mean, every everybody I does. never say no to that question. I was just like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, see, I would be like, well, can you elaborate exactly what position do we do? I need to know. Is it dog <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All oh right. Good. Okay. Good freaking luck. <laughs> Thanks. So this one, as we mentioned, is from Erebus. So they say, so first off, hi, I've been listening for a few months now and have been going through the catalog that's available on the podcast app, listening on my iPhone pretty much when I'm doing anything, working, showering. Why does it say uwu? <laughs> what are you doing to our podcast Sh- while you're showering? Showering uwu. Well, you know, that? did you ever listen to the Shower Thoughts episode? Oh, yeah. That intro that I did? <gasps> shower Thoughts. <laughs> it's my favorite intro. Shower thoughts. 
<laughs> we should do a part two to that one. That was really funny. Ooh, we should, because they're funny. We should. They are fun. Anyway, so they're listening to us while they shower. Ooh, ooh. Drive to work, working on the hobby car. Oh, they're a car furry. Sweet. It says, this is going to be a really unorganized and long, so take a seat, <laughs> steep some tea, and get settled. I appreciate that you mentioned that your email is long, because it is. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the person who has ADHD and may have a touch of the dyslexia. Yes, I said it. I wrong mean, hey, purpose. if you if you need me to like, you know, what do you call it? Uh, spot you or S- step in or step I don't know. in? I'll just take sure. over. Oh, you're good. No, nope, I should be good for now. Okay. Anyway. So maybe put on a nice relaxing record. Dude, how old are you? They, I don't well, know. Records are they, coming back. They said that they're 37, so. Oh, and like I'm literally 30, the next sentence. Oh my I'm God. 37. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm 37. Yeah. You were 10 and then I was born. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Shoot. Okay. Call me old. <laughs> <laughs> it all started on a cold winter's day i tease i'm 37 and i've only been in the fandom since about april of last year oh my god i love it this is what i've loved anthropomorphic animals since childhood but i wasn't very vocal about it so maybe i've been an unofficial furry most of my life and i'm just now really exploring i decided that i wanted to start writing and fall in love and di- did I skip one? Started writing and wanted, wanted to write to with write someone. With oh someone. my god, I told you. So, <laughs> I, so I looked into RP. Ooh. <laughs> now I know we seem to have a negative reputation, which a lot of role players do. Since I'm a role player that prefers to write a story with someone filled with adventure and danger and romance. I, okay, I can get on with that. That's because like most of the role players are just like, ooh, ooh, I want to have sex. Oh my god, yeah. It's so annoying. So it says where our characters just so happen to fall in love and do what people who love each other do repeatedly. Anyway. There we go. Let's see. I just. There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Since I was so worried about being an old man at the meets and such until I started meeting older furries and found gray muzzle groups. Oh, that's cool. Since I realized that there were people. I missed something here. Realize no, that you there got it. were people out there in their 60s. Oh my yeah. god. Okay. I'm just I'm just like trying to follow the thing. Okay. So they're out there in their 60s that we're just now discovering being a furry is all about. It says I never really clicked with the people I met at the fur meets, but the Facebook groups are nice. It says uh that was something that I wanted to mention that really helped me when thinking about finding my place in all this. The last episode of the podcast I listened to, Bean made mention of it being okay to exist in the fandom online, but I didn't have to go to local meets and cons. I can't tell you how important that was for me to hear. It says that it's okay that I don't necessarily click with most read none. <laughs> okay. Other yeah, people locally. That's okay. It says I have my online friends who I love dearly, and that's good. It says I still want to go to Anthrocon one day just to see the spectacle of it all. And I imagine Artist Alley and Dealer's Den is nuts there. It kind of is. It's very large. And it would be amusing to meet some of those online friends there. But that probably bacon? bacon? Yeah. Like I I, guess, I think my husband might be home cooking. 
It doesn't matter. I just, I have like this overwhelming <laughs> smell. Well, the kitchen's like right next to the computer room. So, and oh, so well, the I'm air conditioning's you- on. So I'm thinking it's like blowing the bacon waves into the bedroom. I mean, at least you didn't say that you smelled like toast or something. I'd be like, okay, where do you live? Because I'm calling 911. You're having a stroke. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My God. That's why I had to clarify. I'm like, you smell bacon, right? You didn't say toast. Yeah, just, just straight up bacon. <laughs> okay. Gosh. So they, they think it would be amazing to meet some online friends there. Goodness. This is what probably isn't going to happen anytime soon. Also, the difference between Sona and my OC was explained via one of the episodes of the podcast. And never, I never really found that I felt like Erebus or Erebus felt like me, but that he was a character, a person that I deeply love. Okay, so is your OC a, a people? And someone that oh, is more important to me than I ever thought a made up fox slash wild dog person could be. See, it's always the first one. A fox. I love always. it. It's always a always. fox. It's always always a, fox. a fox or a, or a wolf or a husky. Yeah. But I love it. Hey, a fox and wild dog would be kind of cool. I kind of want to see it. Would that be like a dingo? Is that like a wild, like a coyote? Um, like those dogs you see in the Mexican up, look streets? Look up African wild dog. Oh, okay. That's kind of, I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, African wild dogs have like really cool patterns on them. They kind of look like calico oh. cats. Yeah. Oh, you know what? They kind of look like, they got like mouse ears mm-hmm. mixed with like a hyena. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. It's cool. Anyway, so they said, I guess that's one of the amazing things about all this, that characters end up being very, so very important to the people they belong to and who, in a way, belong to them. I've also discovered just how much of an impact the art can make. This is, I really like the artists and fursuit makers in the fandom. They do a service to those who commission them. It says, not just the service of drawing a fun or sexy pic, ooh, but making ooh. someone's day and even life just a little bit better. It says, to me, that that goes pretty far beyond the monetary part of it. it says, wow, I kind of rambled there that's okay we do it all the time anyway i remember hearing that y'all wanted people emailing so here i am thanks for reading i love i love what you are doing and have a wonderful day says erebus but not really i guess i can be erebus for now so i did it (laughs) yay i want to unpack the email a little bit okay um so it is really important to feel like you exist in the fandom i made a tweet about it last week and i said like you don't need a fursuit to be a furry Mm -hmm. i was talking with someone on instagram last week and they were like they were a pup like a pop pup. Mm-hmm. And they were drawing some art and I messaged them and I'm like, oh, are you a furry? I didn't know you were a furry. And they're like, well, I don't have a fursuit yet, so I'm not a furry. And I'm like, you don't need a fursuit to be a furry. Furry is not <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I knew no, it was you're coming. Fine. <laughs> Furry's not a physical thing. It's a state of mind. That's what it is. So, and I think that's what's really important for me, for everyone to know, is that you don't need a fursuit to be a furry. You don't necessarily have to even have a fursona or like a ref sheet or anything to really be a furry. It's just being welcomed into this particular fandom. If you create something and you decide to take that on as your own, great. Good for you. But just to know that you exist and you find like-minded people, that's okay. I just kind of want to put my two cents into this part. Yeah, you don't need a fursona to be part of the furry fandom. I didn't have a fursona, really, for the first two years of being in the fandom. And Skitherix is not even a fursona. He's actually a D&D character of mine that I just kind of put in as a placeholder. He's not any part of the furry fandom. I didn't really think he was. And Crow, even, is my fursona now, but he was gifted to me. By Dear Dog through being part of the podcast. I joined this podcast team without a fursona. 
I joined the furry fandom without a fursona. So you don't need one to be part of the fandom at all. Yes. Yes. So I'm also going to unpack something here and kind of do a little fun little comparison to somebody that I met that happened to be one of my brother's friends, because I've mentioned it before, but my brother is also a furry. So hooray. Three out of the four kids that my mother had turned out to be furries, which is really, really funny. (laughs) So so he has a friend who lives in the UK and his name is Jasper. So in this email, this person mentions that like he has a character or a person that like they deeply love and someone that is more important to like, you know, like him than like a mate than like a made up fox or whatever. So Jasper actually fell in love with the fandom so much and fell in love with his persona so much and like just the community and everything that he actually changed his name, like his legal name from whatever I don't know what his you know birth given name was but he changed it to jasper so like his name is now his persona's name that's so cool it is so cool like he was such a cool like down-to-earth person and he was just like listen i've been in this fandom for years and he's like i just i love it he's like and i fell in love with my persona so much and he's like and i just related so much to my own character i literally became my own character and i was like oh that's cool (laughs) so i thought it was neat that is neat. The other thing I kind of wanted to unpack a little bit too, I, I guess it kind of goes along the lines of what I was talking about earlier, but the not everything is for everyone in the fandom. So for instance, maybe going to a fur con is not for you. Maybe going to a local fur meet is not for you. But maybe talking with furries online through Telegram, Discord, TikTok, Instagram, maybe that is for you and that's your comfort level and that's okay. You don't necessarily have to do certain things and the fandom to be a part of it. It's just whatever works for you and the friends that you find along with it. So a lot of my friends are a little bit older and then I have some friends that are a little bit younger and I am okay with that. I have this hard time like in person where I feel a lot of the time that I just don't matter to my friends. (gasps) Yeah, I have it. it, It's a frequent thought that comes through my mind almost like daily. But I love you. Oh, I know. And I know, that's, I it's not it. like you guys. It's it's like the friends that I have here, you know, like I feel like I'm not worth it. Like I'm not number one on their list, number two or number three. I'm on the bottom list. Like we're the last people that people think about. And so I, I forget that it's not necessarily about in-person relationships, but it's also about online relationships. And I have a really good, strong bond. You, Paradox, and with everyone else on the team, along with people that I've met in the fandom, people who have emailed in, there's those little bonds that I've created. And I always forget that those matter too, just as much as in-person relationships. So I'm trying to find like just a good state of mind where I'm just like, you know what? It's okay. In-person relationships don't necessarily work out. You still have people that look up to you or that are friends of you or with you online. And that is something I should be okay with. And I just have a hard time with it. So if any of you guys out there feel that, you're not alone. I'll cry. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because like, no, I totally get it. Don't, I don't cry know. for I have, me. I have, I, Cry for Jesus the carpenter. (laughs) Cry for Jesus the carpenter. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh man. I I can't like really add anything that you didn't already say because like I I get it. That's why I go to therapy. You know, I have to I gotta go to therapy at least once a month, otherwise I just go crazy. 
No, I, I, I get that. I get. I told my therapist that she's not allowed to tell me when she goes on vacation because anytime that she does, like You'll shit freak hits out. the oh shit hits the fan. Yeah, yeah. Like in my life, like I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm doing good. Like I'm feeling great, and then she'll go on vacay, and then like I just it. it it, everything explodes so i've told her i'm like oh, okay don't tell me that you're going on vacation just tell me that you have a doctor's appointment that came up or you know you have to go do something with your kids that day like on our normal therapy day i'm like just just say that i said because yeah. when you when you announce to the universe i'm going on vacation then that gives the universe free will to just you know butt fuck me <laughs> that's it wow you went there <laughs> i did <laughs> Oh, gosh. So the last email is also kind of a long email, but it's at least like broken out into paragraphs, which is a little bit easier to read. Let me look at it. Uh, and this is from Zephyr. Ooh, there's some thundering going on here. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, we have thunder too. And <gasps> it's not just the farts ex- you know, excavating from my butt. Um, <laughs> Exit, exiting for my butt. Not excavating. Ex- I've got an excavator back there, baby. <laughs> no, it's, it's been thundering here too. It was actually when I was driving home, it was like I thoroughly like when it rains, it pours here, like just like the phrase. But like yeah. I look to the right, and there's just like a flood of water just like rushing down the corner. Oh I'm God. like, oh man, if I see a clown in one of these drains, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> there's number there's number eight number seven oh my God. number seven or eight it's one of those i i, I think it's like eight or, or something mine's definitely elevated to at least like <laughs> 10 12. that was a little bit of a rapid fire in the last little bit so now both hosts are up to eight total which means that they're at 16 together let's see if they'll hit 20 i was just gonna say though like you know how people tell others that like if they have like a good butt they're like oh man you got a dump truck back there Uh, just tell tell them like i want up you i have an excavator yeah oh my god (laughs) that would be so great yes just like the next time you're like love to see their face you're like well honey i have an excavator an excavator (laughs) (laughs) okay So this email comes from Zephyr. Now, they say, hello, kind of a long email, but lots to check out. My name is, and this is kind of an interesting name, 4F Productions, or you can call me Zephyr. I'm just going to call you Zephyr. The cape-wearing tiger. Been in the fandom for over 10 years, since July 4th, 2014. I have autism as well. Don't worry, you and everyone else on this planet has autism. (laughs) Now, do you... (laughs) I feel like everyone has some sort of autism or is on the spectrum. Which tism do you have? Do you have the autism or the stigma tism? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, the whole furry fandom is just one giant autistic blurb. And we're all neurospicy. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Neurospicy. Yes. All neurospicy. Anyway, so go ahead. Anyways. (laughs) 
He said, I've uh, recently started listening to your podcast, so much to take in and be inspired by. Might even be tempted to start my own podcast. Oh, that'd be awesome. Go for it. Nice. If you ever need some tips and tricks, let us know. I'm also a trucker furry with many tales, pun intended, from the road. I'm also an artist too. See art below. Some is mine and some is not mine uh, because it was commissioned. I also edit videos on YouTube as well. I'll tell you this. Your podcast making sitting in traffic easy and less of a pain in the rear. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're totally you welcome. Welcome. I would love to figure out how to get on the show and share so many cool things with you. I have four sonas. That's actually quite normal. You know, if I was like a couple years ago, maybe like five years ago or so, I'd be like, yeah, four sonas, what? But a lot of people have <laughs> a lot of personas. Oh yeah. Not including my adoptables that I've all forgotten and lost. So oh my God. I thought about mine the other day. I was like, where are they? I'm like, I should probably like rehome them, be like, hey, real cheap. I'm like, I forgot about these. I'm like, I saw them like, ooh, shiny. And then like that was it. I saw some on Twitter and I'm like, ooh, adoptables. I should get one. And then I was just like, no space. You already have like four adoptables and you've already <laughs> lost them. <laughs> so oh, I have way more. I have to track them all down. There's gosh. some of them that like I want to keep because like they look cool, but like I don't know. I don't know what to do with them. That's the problem. So it looks like they have a tiger, they have a lion, a circle. Oh, a cheese. A cheese. You must you must love our jokes about circles. <laughs> because <laughs> guess what? I am trying to get a sparrow to commit to doing a circle episode it's an episode just about circles and the history and dude everything. much if like she doesn't want to do it i'll i'll do it we should do it much yes. like the uh well not the yeah not the protogen what was the other one that we did oh oh well i it? just ripped the species apart <laughs> oh what was that i can't what remember what was that episode i'm gonna go look for it real quick it was nano kits oh Rockets. yes <laughs> so i'm like you know how we love circles we should do an episode about circles right along the lines of mannequins <laughs> and mostly because there's always that one person that will email me and be like i'm offended i'm a circle <laughs> that's the reason why i want to do it <laughs> so okay i have one critique with their last one that's like a fox, a fox? that's like created by like like it looks it's like a, a road. road it is I a get, road I or it's an interstate it. But its nose, I think, would be really funny is if it like that was a stop sign. Either a, yes, I was thinking either a stop sign or, or make it like a green light. Make it like the green light oh. from like one of those uh you know stoplights. Yeah, thank you. Stoplight. Just make like a stop so stoplight design like around like down the the muzzle. That would be have, so cool. It would be cool. But other other than that, like I love the design. This is so creative. Make it look like a manhole. That would work too. <laughs> Yeah. No, not like a man's hole. No, I know that. I know. <laughs> oh, okay, <wrong>. good. <laughs> no, you just like, which is no different from a, a woman's hole, just saying, but we're not going there. Um, moving on from the email. I mean, it's, I, there's more on the email, but I this is, died. I kind of, I really like this interstate freeway fox. It's really, I really cool. I too. I would love I've, to see it as a fursuit. I've never seen anything like it before. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so all the art that was in this particular email that we're looking at says, all art drawn by me. Each of my personas represents interest that I have. If I got on the show, I could tell you more about them. But we're going to have to have you on the show then so you can tell us more about them. Yes. Zephyr the Cape Wearing Tiger is my main persona. Ah, oh, funny. Main as an M-A-N-E, not M-A-I-N. 
That's clever. I like that. Um, I kind of have a thing for furries who wear long capes. Capes are just so fun to wear because when you add a cape to a character, you open more possibilities for poses and cool pictures or videos. And also, Edna Mode says, no capes. So I bless this person. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> no capes. Um, <laughs> plus, they just make an amazing blanket which, when it's freaking cold out. Or you're stuck indoors and you just want to be cozy as heck. Capes are great. That's why they're called slankets. Or snuggies. Is that what snuggies, slankets and snuggies, I think is what they were. Also, Malif... I can't pronounce this word. I always have Maleficent? a heart- Is it Maleficent? Maleficent, yes. I feel like I've got a, a like a some people do pronounce it maleficent, like maleficent, but it's maleficent. M. Also, mm. M is one of my favorite villains, mostly because of the cape, plus other reasons, but mostly the cape. Below is a picture I drew of Zephyr wearing M's cape. <laughs> I just feel like I have a what do you call it? Uh, a lisp. A lisp. A lisp. <laughs> it's super cute i love the, I love I love the drawing it. and i love that mm-hmm. it's done this is obviously a traditional drawing this is not done on computers i love the way that they've done it i do too below is art that i got art. commissioned of zephyr by other artists which is super duper cool and lastly it says as you can see zephyr is an evil sorcerer tiger he loves conjuring storms and letting his robes and capes fly in the wind capes and storms are kind of of the theme zephyr's cape has become kind of his trademark of him which is pretty cool more on that later well i think that is it so far i just wanted to introduce myself share a little bit or a lot lol roar so <laughs> i love it yeah we'll have to have we'll have to have you on because if you have i'm char- characters i'm curious about <laughs> your, your four characters but most specifically the interstate one yes i need more of the interstate fox and i guess there's the circle it's the uh called bart did I, I think- miss that one? Hold on, let me look at oh, it. I, lo- I looked at it briefly. Oh, okay, I see. Bart. Bart. I wonder if Bart the train. Bart. Bart Bay is Area the train. Rapid Transit from San Francisco. So maybe. Oh my God! It's Francisco. a circle based off a train. Oh, that's cool. Oh my God. That's cool. All right. So now I'm interested in this one too. So. I just reminded myself of Jennifer Coolidge. Just, oh my God! You look like the Fourth of July. <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. God, you got the you got the rasp, <laughs> just like perfect. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> well, anyways, thanks for everyone sending in your emails. I think we're now all caught up. Hooray for that! I think so. Now that we're forty-seven minutes in, shh, shh. Listen, we're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this together. We're just going to blow through these other <laughs> items. Okay. So oh my God. here we go. It's At least they're going to enjoy something. Yeah. Okay. So page two of things you would only see at a fur con and maybe other cons as well. I'll start us off. Wallflowers. They go to raves, but they sit around instead of dance. I do the same thing too. <laughs> I go to the dances and I'm like, I'm going to go to the dance. And I'm like decked out. And then I just sit there because yes, I'm too afraid to dance. That's it. Every that's at every high school dance, especially like the like emo and goth kids. They like yeah. go and they're all decked out, but they all just sit there in a corner and they just talk. That's how that's how I feel it is. The comp block. Yes, we know your first suit is cute, but you're blocking people's view of the dance competition with your giant head. <laughs> I've never had this issue, but I have seen like fursuiters like in the front row and then like in the middle of the row. And it's like, okay, if you're gonna wear your fursuit, you gotta wear it like in the back row. 
because right yeah that's just rude i mean i understand like there's not fursuits don't have really great vision or at least a lot of them do some of them have really dope vision which is kind of like why i i want to make uh like my fursuit with a raptor mask because like the eyes are perfect and i can see so well (laughs) like with them i want a protogen because like you can see like right out of it it's just oh yeah it's just a visor that's all it is so yeah so we have the tipper the ruler of the artist alley loved by all so it's obviously it's somebody that goes around and then as soon as they get their like their art or maybe they don't they just tip an artist you know they're like man that's great (laughs) what if it like goes along the lines with the haggler right you haggle a price down and then you tip the difference i well i bet i I wonder if someone's ever done that like can you bring it down to like twenty dollars and i'll tip you 10 and then that way it'll be even but it's basically at the same time it's like well you're just paying at full price yeah you're just you're just not tipping yeah see that's that's smart yeah but also like that's kind now this this one doesn't even count on the square that's shitty that's shitty of you stop whatever that That totally that totally counts (laughs) no yeah (laughs) okay fine (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh yes that counts so that now puts paradox in the lead with nine the anime con wannabe oh my god i hate these boots so much <laughs> just because you got a spot in the dealer's den doesn't mean furries want to buy your naruto 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 snapbacks and aliexpress lanyards <sighs> It's always like, okay, so you have, this goes along with another one that's just down the list called Witchy Woman, where it's always that booth in the dealer's den or artist alley that sells rocks, gems, dragon jewelry, and other mystical trinkets that have no relation to the con whatsoever. But that's at least cool. (laughs) At least it's cool, but they're always there. So like you yeah, always have like they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And oh my God, I can't even tell you how many times I've gone in look at BLFC last year. Mm-hmm. Going into the artist alley was cool. But I want to say like a good half of the booths were just like anime or fursona characters. They're like the long pillowcases that you put over your sex pillow or whatever you call it. <laughs> I can't think of what the body called. pillow? Yeah, but it's called something specific. Oh, it's a ooh, what is that called? Oh my god, I'm gonna look it up. Uh, I, know, I know what it is. Anime body pillow. Nope, it's on Bad Dragon. They have it too. Ah, uh, a uh, uh, Daki Makura. Daki Makura is that right? <gasps> Daki. What is Daki that? Makura or whatever? <laughs> they're anime. They're anime body pillows. Is what they are. Freaking but there's just tons of them everywhere and i'm like bro everyone else is selling these why are you selling these oh my god i can get a bad dragon button-up shirt and i can wear it to work and nobody would know <laughs> yes i've seen oh my god where did i see it i saw oh i think it was just at like a novelty store but i saw that they had a bad dragon pot like a pin and i'm like <gasps> Are oh, that's furry, or you, do you just like their products? That's <laughs> do you, so and I'm wondering, like, people would not know what BD or like what the dragon would mean unless they went and looked for it. Yeah, <laughs> like bad I dragon's like the one thing that you could actually wear or have apparel of and wear it in plain sight. Yep, because people are either are going to know or they're not. This next one, no, <laughs> we've talked about already. Deadpan fursuiting the people that just stand there and stare at you while in fursuit. Oop. The best reference I can think of is that one Vine video of the Elmo character that's just standing in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, yes, 
like yes. swaying back and forth. Like that's the look that I'm I'm thinking of when it comes to like oh deadpan fursuiting. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Oh my god. <laughs> TwitterCon, you may not be physically there, but you will have a lot of hot takes available to you 24/7. So. Oh my god. Twitter's always a buzz when there's a major con going on. So AnthroCon, yep. uh, Midwest Fur Fest, FWA, all of a sudden there's just an explosion of art and people taking pictures and all that fun stuff. So I know that, that Hearth Fox exploded for Oh my God, oh yes. Oh my God, with their cute little puppet. Yeah, and I was it you that said that? It's, I think that's their fursona? Yes, yes. I think yeah, that yeah, is yeah. their fursona. Like, it's just, so cute. It's so cute. They just made this silly little puppet and they went to i mean everywhere else in the con but like i know one specifically that stood out was like the the rave and it was just this little puppet just getting it down just in the middle of the rave and it was fantastic where someone was like like throwing money at it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so he just threw like a couple dollar bills at it, it was so good great so oh good my gosh really cool person i can't wait to have an interview with them if they agree like if they agree yes uh, don't even get me started uh-oh okay i haven't talked to him recently but anyway go ahead you're next oh am i hooray yeah. the supportive parent that's the one that may not know what's going on but they are happy their kid is having fun it's so true so- i've seen it i've seen it so many times at blfc you get the parent that like it's just <laughs> With the kid who has their own fursuit or their homemade fursuit. Yeah. And they're just going around and the parents just kind of like, I don't understand what's going on, but my kid's happy. So I'm happy. Oh my God. See, those, those are the kind of parents that are like top tier parents. Like you don't have to like know like exactly what your kid or even like your friend or whatever is talking about. Like you can just be supportive. Like, and that's it. And they're like, oh my God. Yes. Like... (laughs) Like, like that's go ahead. Well, okay. So when I went to a woo, because it was a family friendly con, so they had a lot of stipulations of what you could and couldn't do and what you could and couldn't mm-hmm. wear. I'd say about a good 70% of the attendants were kids, like kids oh, or teens, but with their parents. So I mean it gives them a it gives them a place to go and express themselves, which is great. It's mm-hmm. a family con. Not for me. I don't like really like family cons. I kind of like being with the adults. <laughs> No, I get that. I think that's what I like about like my dad a lot because even though there's there's pros and cons to like my dad, but like that's something that like he's getting better at. It's just yeah. being supportive. So he knows that like I'm a furry and he knows that like I have like art and characters and like whatever. And he now I do have a fursuit of a character that I made a couple years ago. I'm he's it's a partial. I'm actually trying to sell it because I unfortunately just don't like connect with the character anymore so if anybody on here is interested like you hit me up because we can strike a deal so nice. <laughs> anyway uh it's a lion partial but like he asks about it sometimes and like that that's kind of makes me feel bad that like i had i don't do much anything with it anymore but anyway he's like he's like what's what's that costume thing that you have and like whatever he's like you should wear it again sometime and i'm like dad I, that's that's adorable i love that you're supportive but you have no idea what this is but it's okay Right. I just that's what I like about him. He has no idea what like the furry fandom is. He doesn't know anything about it. He's just like, hey, you're into that. That makes you happy. Like you're doing stuff. Cool. I want to know about it. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I don't understand it, but I like that it makes you happy. So you should do the next one then because it kind of goes with the first one. Oh, the on the fence parent. Oh, yeah. Man. 
<laughs> so this the on the fence parent says, why is my kid running around in a raptor mask in a hotel with all these strange people wearing dog costumes? So true. You just don't get it, Karen, and you never will because you just don't want to understand it. And because of that, you just don't get to have fun. So let your kid run around in their Walmart bought raptor mask uh, with the, you know, fun dogs that are running around. <laughs> so... I find that they a lot of kids like to wear capes too. I found yes. at a weird there was a ton of like raptor masks like everywhere. There was no originality with the raptor mask, but they all were wearing capes, and I'm like, <laughs> what? So they either do that or they wear like, and this is something that I kind of like Jays or Kikus. Those or they'll wear pride flags. Yeah, why is that? So you, I mean, a lot of people, not just like in the furry fandom, but like the LGBT community and stuff, like at Pride or whatever, they'll wear like their preferred Pride flag or just a Pride flag, like as a cape. And it's just like I think it's cool, but like I, I think it's just because unanimously, I think a lot of people just think capes are cool and they make them feel more powerful or whatever. It's just a thing, just like that one email said with Zephyr. Oh yeah, makes, okay. yeah, it just makes them feel good. So like a lot of people don't just wear capes and and they. You know, it is a nice little accessory. I don't like wearing capes because when you sit down, you feel like you're being choked. Well, you... Because <laughs> like... <laughs> it, adjust. It, yeah, but I don't want to have to adjust. I just want to be able to sit no, down. And then like, you know, they're in the way. I like oh, the way that they flow, but I don't know. I wore I'd have to outfit. find a really gay cape. Oh, I could I could help you find a gay cape. I wore an outfit for Pride. I can send it to you, but like I have this long like jacket sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it looks very piratey. I love it. But like it flowed so nicely. Like and I was like, oh, I feel so powerful right now. I was also in a corset, so like there's that. I think I remember seeing you in this corset. I think so, yes. Well, I also wore it for Valentine's Day. Damn, you wear a corset so well. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I gotta okay, hang on. Let me find. Do, 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 do. While you're doing that, I'll oh, get yeah, go ahead. The, you next read the next two because the next two kind of go hand in hand. There's the okay. the poodlers, which go ahead, show some skin. It's 98 degrees in the sky bridge. I don't care if you poodle. You know, it's I don't know what people are throw the big idea or make a big deal about people who are poodling. They're showing some skin. Who cares? They're having fun. And isn't that what the fandom's all about? Having fun and being open-minded? Don't be a Republican. I'm just kidding. That's bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't be a Ron DeSantis. (gasps) I don't know why I gasped so hard. (gasps) Because he's all about anti-woke. Then there's the reverse poodlers. All bodysuit, no head, pure exhaustion. And that's like the hardcore fursuiters that like power fursuiting through the con for like 12 hours. And then they take their fursuit off or their head off. And you can just see them sitting by the side, just totally drenched in sweat. And it's like, bro, (laughs) just straight bro. I do like the poodlers. Oh, you sent me a picture. I sent you a picture and a video. Uh Oh, Oh, oh yeah, I remember this. This is such a cool outfit. Thanks. <laughs> you know what you remind me of? Like a darker version of Rogue from X Men. Oh <gasps> yes, like a sexy Rogue. <laughs> awesome. Right. <laughs> oh man, very nice. I have a version of like the <sighs> poodle thing, like in mind, but it's not actually poodling. But God, I want to try what that what's video up? is so sexy. I'm not gonna Thanks. lie. Thanks. As a gay man, I am very jealous. <laughs> oh my gosh. I almost you, died in the chair, by the way. I almost feel like, well, don't die. We got to finish this list. 
<laughs> I almost feel like when you transform, oh, it's like, uh, I feel like you should be like a badass character from a game. <gasps> Thank you. I'll cry. Uh, <laughs> See, like, okay, it's funny because, like, I at my old job, I was known for the person that was just constantly like changing my hair or like my style or whatever. And like, I, I had one, coworker, <laughs> yeah, I had one coworker who was like, "Why do you change your hair up so much?" And I'm like, "Listen, I am a self-proclaimed shapeshifter. I'm like, you just never know." And I'll. I get bored. I, I did walk into the grocery store though with like my corset and like full outfit and everything. <laughs> you know what I want to get my hands on, and I don't know where to find it, but I, I'm sure it's expensive. It's heat reactive hair color. So you put it on, oh. wash it out, and then if it's purple, and you put your hand on it, the heat warms it up, and then you take it off, and it's bright pink. How I, cool would that be? Like so you could like cool. run, you run your hands through your hair, and like your hair just changes color. Oh ah. my god! I want to do that. I would oh. so badly. Dang it! I uh, I need to like find a job that will let me have colored hair again, but I needed to like pay me well. So what color? <laughs> like, what color products did you use? So okay, so Manicamic? I no, oh. I use a pro like hair dye product that's called Unicorn Hair. Oh, yes. yeah. It is my preferred hair dye. It just stays in really well in my hair, but it's usually it usually stays pretty vibrant. Like last year, I think they I have had one called Lime Crime hair. that's like green. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I just have like fun colors and like I want to dye my hair, but I can't right now because like currently I'm at a job where it's like you can't have dyed hair, and I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> like, Technically, I'm not supposed to have dyed hair, but no one says anything because it's so epic. That's great. I use like a whole variety of I use Iro Iro and these are stuff that I get at like Sally Beauty. So Iro yeah, Iro Fox. I have some of the fox colors. Oh, the Arctic Fox really one? Yeah, the Arctic Fox is good. That one? Oh my god. I tried Arctic Fox, but like it the, the color it just smells kept like bleeding. it smells like detergent and soap. I didn't like it. Yeah, I like Iro Iro because it smells like fruit loops and it's all vegan. 90, well, it's 95% Ooh. vegan. And when you squeeze it out of the tube, it's like, it looks like oil paint. So it's like nice, thick, and nice. smooth. Nice. I'll have to try that sometime. But my new favorite is Strawberry Leopard. And what's Ooh. cool about Strawberry Leopard is it's a semi-permanent hair color. But when you put it in your hair, it conditions as it colors. So you're not getting dry hair when you wash it out. Oh, I love it. Genius. That's awesome. And it also smells like Fruity Pebbles. So don't eat it. But <laughs> it doesn't taste like that. Trust me, I don't. haven't. I haven't tried it. I have been tempted. <laughs> don't eat the fruity pebble hair dye. Don't just don't. Don't do it. All right, you're next up. Okay, so we have Deer in the Headlights. It says there seems to be an uprising in deer esque fur suitors out of nowhere. There is a lot. There's a lot more deer, moose, and deer caribou, moose, caribou. My brother's a caribou, but he's been a caribou for like, oh dear God. Uh, does he have a fursuit? He doesn't have a fursuit, but he does have like art and stuff. Like he's he's kind of like the kind of person that's like, fursuits are cool, but like he likes them and whatnot. But he's like, ah, uh, he's like, I don't really need one. He's definitely same. One of those yeah, but he does have a ton of art. I need to draw his character again, but his character's name is Prancer. He's been a caribou for and he's a dancer. ever since. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been in the fandom since high school, like when he was in high school. So that was a long time ago. Brother, you're old. 
actually no, he's, he's, he? he's 35 oh wow oh yeah like yeah my my brother is 35 i have an older sister that's 36 i am 28 and then my youngest sister is going to be 20 this year oh you're a baby I am a baby. You're a baby with with a little bit of an older soul of my age. That's because of trauma. Awesome. <laughs> trauma is awesome. Not really, but okay. It, <laughs> it's what well, makes me neurospicy. Neurospicy is the word of the day. <laughs> what's the le- what's the letter of today? N. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first for neuro. Is the number of the day the combined, like, number of swears? Yes. Okay. Sure. I don't know what our swear count is. So. I don't. I lost count. I think we're at, I'm at eight or nine. Eight. Something like that. Write us an email and tell me what my count is at. <laughs> yes. I want to know mine, too. Still send them an email, but our swear count for the total of both episodes is going to be paradox being our winner with nine and space coming in a close second with eight let's god honey we're here the moment you realize you've arrived at a con because you see a giant tiger man walking to subway for lunch outside the con center (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's cool because i don't know if any like city that like holds like furry conventions does this but i know that anthrocon does it like a lot of like your local shops and like restaurants or whatever they will have furry themed or convention themed like food or drinks yeah Um, they do and there was one i don't know if the pizza shop is still there but when i went in 2016 they had exclusive dog food bowls that you could get that said anthrocon 2016 and it was had like the pizza shop's name on it but you can get your pizza in a dog food bowl and it was great Oh, that's so I'm nifty. so sad because I wanted one and I didn't get it. Well, you should just make your own. I should. I should say good boy on it. Good boy. Okay, Walmart fursuits. <laughs> it's always that person who buys a fursuit head at Walmart the last second. And I, I haven't seen them in recent No, like, I haven't years. either. They were very popular for a while, but those are those giant, like absurd looking cat heads and bear heads. Like some of them were dinosaurs, which was kind of cool, but like it's those ones and they're quite comical. There's been people more though. They've been buying those giant teddy bears, cutting out the back and stepping inside them and running around the the store. Yeah, I have seen that. That's kind of weird looking. It is weird. The teddy bears, they're like the bee suits. The bee suits? The bitch suits. Oh! 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 (laughs) That would be so great. You have like a you have like a teddy bear like suit that fits over the bitch suit, right? And it's just sitting in the corner with all your other plushies, and you walk in, and all of a sudden you just see its like little arms and legs kind of start to wiggle. (laughs) Excitement! Oh my god! I'd be like, um, I'm out of (laughs) here. I would. I would. I would just evaporate on the spot (laughs) big fat nope (laughs) no it's really funny because my favorite disney movie like ever is beauty and the beast but if something inanimate starts moving i i will shit myself (laughs) so i'm gonna totally engage with all of the gray muzzle furs out there my favorite it's not necessarily a movie but it's a short from disney and it's from way back when but it's johnny fedora and alice blue bonnet 
Johnny yeah, Fedora and Alice Blue Bonnet. It's such a Wait, cute. hold on. Maybe I do know. Hold on. And Blue Bonnet can be worn on a horse, which is super cute. Johnny. Oh, this Dora. looks so. Wait. I think I've seen this, but not in a long time. It's definitely scratched like an ancient itch in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> this is the okay. One. Oh my God. This is cute. That's adorable. Johnny Fedora. I'm going to ask my wife something. Blue bonnet. <laughs> so cute. Can, babe, can we cosplay as Johnny Fedora and Alice Blue Bonnet? That would be amazing. Yeah. We'll just dress up as like, <laughs> She's like hat stands and then our heads will be yes. the hat. Oh my God. That would be I was asking my wife, but okay. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> yes. That's why I, that's why I said, babe. <laughs> I mean, That's like, so okay, it's like from like the nineteen. This looks like fifties or something. Uh, nineteen forty-six. Okay, yeah, nineteen forty-six. But like when I was growing up as a kid, I mean, this is the kind of cartoon stuff you'd watch mm-hmm. Disney style. So this is like the one that I love. The other one is Bongo. I love Bongo. Bongo, 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 Bongo Bear, Bongo, the Circus Bear. bear. Oh my god, this also scratches an old itch. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Oh my I god. Love Bongo Bear. It's like my absolute favorite animation that Disney's ever done. It's because you're a bear. And that's I'm okay. a bear and I've always watched it. Like my mom would be like, I knew that you were watching it because I could hear in the room be like bongo, bongo, bongo. Like back when I was a kid. So that's adorable. Know. It's always just kind of stuck with me. That's cute. I love it. The last item on our list is the charitable. The furry fandom as a whole, all fur cons are nonprofits and have a supportive charity connected to its name. So no matter what fur con you go to, there's always a charity and there's always a huge amount that's raised by the attendees, which is just mind boggling. And this right here, I need everybody who shits on furries all the time is like, you know, and just rubs our name in the dirt and says that we're all these terrible things. Listen, go to a convention. It is nonprofit and almost all of the proceeds go straight to charity. I don't think like very many other like conventions do that. See, um, I don't know. In 2023, the charity was Rabbit Wranglers for Anthrocon, and $52,000 was raised. That's a lot of money. There you go. That's a lot of money. The year before that, it was Wildlife Works, it was $41,000. A couple years before that, $45,000 year before that 42,000 and the numbers just kind of stay within like the five digit no six digit range so mm-hmm. that's pretty good that's really oh, yeah. really good okay so i just looked up i just i didn't even look at like furry convention but i just looked up on the google i said do conventions donate to charity the first thing that pops up is furries donated over a million dollars to charities in 2019 oh my god oh my god there you go like there you go <laughs> There you go. And what a great way to end the episode, which is something just so amazing about our fandom. Yes, I agree. So that wraps up. (laughs) Yeah, that totally does wrap it up. Part two is done. Yay. Woo. 
Awesome. Well, as usual, if you guys would like to send us an email, you can. We're going to start reading emails at the beginning of every episode. I don't know how many. We'll just determine how many come in. We should do like four every episode. Yeah, we can do four every episode. Assuming we have four. So I mean, if we only have True. like one or two, then we'll just read those two. And that way we can be current. One day we'll do another fangasms where I may let it just build up. But we'll see. We should do an episode where the fans ask us questions and like an, an email form and then we answer them like a Q&A. Yeah, we could do that. So that'd be fun. There you go. There's a challenge for you. Send us an email with questions you have for us. We will compile all the emails together and we'll do a Q&A episode just for you guys. Of everything you've ever wanted to know about any of the hosts. Yep. Or anything. Team. Even if it's not like if you have a question for, let's say, like Ruby. But I mean, because Ruby's not on, on every episode. Ruby comes on every now and then. I will still pass the question on to Ruby to then for me to read to you guys. So anyone Perfect. you have questions for. If you guys have any questions for me, you guys can also write it in the email and they will ask it and I will answer it during the editing process. So they will have no idea what my answer is going to be until the episode comes out. Ta-da. And then you can follow us on Twitter, which is at From the Muzzle. And then we also have a Telegram group chat that you can join. That's always available. Those links are always available below in the information box. And then email. You can email us at talk to the muzzle at gmail.com and that's how you can find us Hooray! do you have any last comments um last words let us know if we missed anything on our part one and part two because we covered a lot so if there's we anything did. that like happens within the furry fandom specifically at cons that like maybe might not happen to other con- you know conventions let us know please do and we'll read it we'll read it we'll read, we'll read it <laughs> we'll read about it We'll talk about it. That's what I meant. We'll read about it. We'll talk <laughs> about it. We'll <laughs> sing <laughs> about it. We'll gibberish about it. <laughs> and all that fun stuff. But until next time, thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.